Hello my loves, I'm Carly Deering and welcome to Tea with Kings and Queens, the podcast where I chat to the most exciting performers from the world of drag, burlesque and cabaret. And in today's episode, I'm chatting to one of Newcastle's finest kings, Rex Uranus. Rex is known for creating stunning male illusions alongside incredible character looks and performances, which they've been lighting up TikTok with all lockdown. In our chat today, we talk about all of that, plus creating Rex's signature drag look, mullets, confidence, the Grinch, Jesus and more. Enjoy. In today's episode, I'm talking to Newcastle's funniest king, mullet enthusiast and master of disguise, Rex Uranus. Hello. Wow. How are you doing? Good, yeah. I'm, I'm so happy that you mentioned me mullet. Oh, well, how could you not? How could you not? It's very important. It is. It's where the power comes from. <laughs> That's the secret to the magic. Um, how are you doing? Thanks for coming on. I've wanted to chat to you for ages. Um, how are you doing? I've started the episode with a bit of a check-in lately, just to see how people are doing generally. Um, not too shabby at all. Um, don't don't really go out much, but um, I still party in the house, so get me Tava blue drinks and I'm sorted. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Have you been back out yet performing? Because I know some things are starting to open up a bit. Um, I haven't had the chance. Um, like... I haven't really had much digital, um, like people coming to us and asking for digital content either. Um, so that's a bit slow. Um, but you know what it is? I'm going to start trying to get back on TikTok because then at least I'm kind of like, kind of getting in a character because you know when you get like a different persona when, you, when you're dressed as your drag character. So yeah, it kind of might make us feel a bit more performy. Yeah. Tell us about Rex then. Where did Rex come from? When did you start performing? Oh, um, well, Rex Uranus um, did originally start as Rex Gladius, um, you know, king of the short sword, because I'm a very short person. <laughs> um, so I've got to make it make up for it in different ways. And um, I can't really say it, but I put it this way. When I sit down, when I'm in drag, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I've got to make up for my height in some way. Um, so I... Now I'm Rex Uranus, but only if you ask nicely. Um, and I just like, just being weird and funny, because like, as Meg, I'm weird and funny. But as soon as I made like Rex a thing, then everyone was like, oh yeah, I love it. I love you, such a weirdo. Like, I know people get Rex more than they do Meg. And like, it's made Meg kind of normalised. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's really interesting that there's a link between the two. When was um, the first time that you performed as Rex? Um, I think that was a couple of years ago. I think it was like two, three years ago. Um, and I performed um, in Bank Bar, Newcastle. And it was just a King's Night. Um, so there's about four Kings there. Not many in Newcastle. Um, and I performed for the first ever time, uh, Short Dick Man. Because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a very short man, but I've got to <laughs> make up for it. You know what I'm saying? It's a perfect song. Um, and I did a Chava number, uh, Buzzcocks as well. Smash your pasty. Um, but yeah, I was. Just, I think that's just first time I ever performed. It was about three years ago, and I will never forget that. It was such a buzzing feeling. Do you know what I mean? It's well wicked. What led up to you doing that and wanting to be a king? Had you seen other performers do it before, and you thought that's for me? 
Um, so I used to watch like Drag Race and that with my brother. And then he told me, he went, you do know you can dress as a man. You could be a drag king. And then he showed his land inside. I instantly fell in love with land inside. I was like, whoa. Uh, so I don't know. I just was like, right, okay, if, if these people can do it, I can do it as well. So I started playing with gender and stuff. like, And then I feel like now I'm a bit more full-on masculine man when I'm dressed in drag. Um, so you performed in, well, you competed in Drag Idol in 2020. Yeah. What was that like? So you hadn't been performing long as Rex and then you did a, a big competition. Yeah. Um, oh, God, I think competitions, they're like, obviously it's very, it can be quite heated and stuff. Uh, he said, she said, they said, what said, whatever. Um, so I loved it because, like, my first week, I like I won because I I did short dick man. You know what I'm saying? Really used the stage, <laughs> really had fun, busted some moves, dropped into the splits. Um, really helps with confidence as well, like as for Meg as well, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get very far. Um, but like I wasn't in the best way anyway with me drag and like personal life, so. I think it was a good thing that obviously I didn't get as far as I wanted to because that is like pushed my drag. So I'm very grateful for the opportunity and obviously it helped my confidence grow and I could just be wild and be weirder. Is it something you do again? Because there's so many competitions going on and I've heard loads of performers say it's a great way to learn. Yeah, like I've been thinking about this. I'm like, do I do Drag Idol again in Newcastle if it was to come back? Because I always said I would never enter it again, never. But then everyone keeps saying it was going, yeah, I know, but COVID happened. It's like, it's not really been the same. And I was also waiting on a chess piece as well when I first entered. So I was actually meant to have that. And now I have that. So I'm like, do I do it? I'm very on the fence. I don't know if I should, because I kind of want to stick to me guns and be like, no, I said I would only do it once. But then I'm like, you know what it is might as well just have a good time I like just having fun on stage you know what I mean so and I guess the amount of stuff you've done since Covid has been incredible because even just like a brief look at your Instagram if if people aren't following you they should because the the looks the performing and the stuff you're doing on TikTok has been insane so what gave you the energy to just create all through this past year or so a lot of time on my hands um Obviously, since I've been, like, everyone's obviously had difficulties with unemployment, trying to find the jobs, being made redundant. So I was like, right, um, I might as well get a little bit better at my makeup and stuff. Um, trying to do, like, a signature drag look, um, which I really love. Um, tell us about that. Tell us about your signature Rex look, because there's loads of other looks that I want to talk about. But let's talk about Rex first. All right. So um, my signature drag look Um Obviously, I've got my contour and that. You know, most kings, they do the contour on the forehead and then they do the, the cheek bit. So I've got a bit where it highlights, like, me jaw. Because I've got... I don't know what it is. I don't eat Starburst, right? But, oh, my God, my jaw muscle is massive. Like, just huge. So I was like, you know what it is? Instead of it looking like I've got some sort of bulbous kind of weird head shape, I'm going to, like, shape it and use that in my drag. So I contour me, me jaw, like, jaw muscle. Um, so yeah, I mean, the signature with Rex, he's always got to have his mullet out. Yeah, always got it's like a different kind of character. Do you know what I mean? Different entity. So, signature look, really frame the, the jaw muscle, really get that in there. Um, and the mullet. And I love a big beard, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it's, you've got cracking beards as well. Love me beards. 
Where did you get inspired from and where did you learn? Well, you do makeup already because some of the makeup's incredible that you do. Are you like a YouTube person or were you doing it already? Um, with the makeup, I literally, I started off so crap, right? And I literally thought like, it's like I answered like a Snickers bar, like Timmy Cheek. It was just <laughs> brown, just a brown line. There was no curve, just a brown line. A little bit on my temple um, and I painted on with Snazaroo paint, a black beard, that was it. Wow. Yeah, that was my first ever time out on drag and I actually left the house and that, but I felt good. But <laughs> now I'm like, no, know what it is? You've got to like really think about what you're doing with your drag because, well, I had all this time, so I just focused on it. I mean, I was never good at like contouring my face as Meg as well. That was like answering a Snickers bar to me face. And I was like, are you contouring? And I'm like, yeah, it was dreadful. I looked muddy and it looked bad. As your Meg makeup got better then as well, is it? Yeah, I just, I didn't really look at YouTube or anything. I just, I don't know. I just sat and just thought about it. And then, do you know, when you watch telly, like I'll watch like Hannibal or something with a male lead. And then you can see like their shape of their face. So I'm like, right, okay. If I contour a little bit like this, then it's going to get more. Because I really want to go for the male illusion, like full on butch male illusion for me. That's really how I got better at makeup, I think. It's interesting how you said you're short because as I've sadly so far I've only seen you doing digital drag yeah. I didn't know so this is really interesting <laughs> that it's so central to your character it's cool yeah. um let's talk about then the other characters that you do because just on TikTok I mean the Grinch is obviously phenomenal um how did you put that together because that's a full costume as well did you make that yourself no, um, so I was hoping in Drag Idol, right, because obviously there's always been a theme, and I was like, I really hope they do, like, film week or something, because then I was like, I'll definitely be the Grinch, I'll knock it out of the park, Any anyone weird, I can just easily do, I'm just a weirdo, like, Joe Exotic, love doing him as well, yeah. I've got the bullet, and I've got the hoop earrings, so just anything weird and unstable, I love to do, and the Grinch, you could do anything with it, and people are into the Grinch um, so I just went with it in a way I just went with it so yeah I like for the costume I didn't make it I bought that on online um, but with the beard and stuff like I cut in where the crotch is so I don't have to like use the fur yeah. outside cut that off and just stick it in my face <laughs> literally and then I was like well I'll use these lashes as well so the lashes got a little bit bigged up and stuff a little fan out that's brilliant but, what's the response been like on TikTok um, really, really good for the Grinch. I think that's basically where my following came from. But then haven't really been posting as much on TikTok because they've been down for reviews. Because ever since I did a drag look where I, I made a fake man move and mm -hmm. I've got like a nipple out, but it's all fake. Um, and then I did a transition and then it was like, your TikTok is now under review. And I was like, I'm not taking my art down. Yeah. That is a move. That is a fake move. Because yeah. I'm not, not funny at the end of the day, men have moves so mm -hmm. it's not indecent so you can't use it at all right now um I don't get as many views or interactions on my uh, TikToks but you know what it is like I'm just going to try and get back into it again and it's like it's just for my benefit yeah so, yeah. yeah um you've done Jesus <laughs> I need to do it again <laughs> yeah which is also pretty awesome what led you to do that well, <laughs> um, I grew up like in quite like a 
the religious family. <laughs> um, and then, do you know, when you're like kind of like not sucked into it, because obviously I, everyone believes what they want to believe and all that. But for me, um, I'm more spiritual. So I didn't have really have a big issue with doing uh, the, the Jesus drag. Mm-hmm. Um, thought it was really fun. I don't think I was offensive. I got another idea, some digital content I want to do is Jesus and some heavenly stuff. Got the perfect song. <laughs> um, but yeah, like Jesus, I know it might have went a bit too far with the crown and the hands that had a bit of blood on. Um, but that's what it's meant to be, isn't it? Drag's meant to be always a bit like controversial, political. Absolutely. A little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. I saw your live Pennywise act as well. So you've got this whole host of like really interesting, so like sometimes dark, a lot of dark characters. Is that where you get your inspiration from? just anything weird like I don't I like to do characters but I like to make them with a little bit of Rexy in mm. it so like Joe Exotic I try and make a little bit like personality make sure Rex is in there um Jesus he's still finding his way bless him Rex is coming through I can't wait to know. see the next iteration of Jesus see what he's up to <laughs> so I'm like buff Jesus I believe in miracles you know what I'm saying <laughs> but <laughs> Pennywise another weird unstable character yeah. i'm actually a bit freaked out by clowns i'm not gonna lie <laughs> um but you gotta do what you gotta do for art and it's just, just like being weird like i see on stage anything that's like unstable people i'm unstable let's put them two things together and make a good sandwich <laughs> yeah um and the pennywise that was for a live show wasn't it it was so nervous for that oh won't even tell you how many times i went at the toilet but <laughs> How do you prepare for a live show if you do suffer with nerves? I'm just normally in this room practicing, constantly on repeat, make sure I've got the lip sync down and stuff. Um, maybe have a little bit of a smoke, a mm. um, little bit of drink, get them nerves. Um, try and cradle my upset stomach because no matter what, even digital like drag, like because obviously it's live, isn't it? Sometimes when you've got to go from one Instagram to the yeah. other because it's all live. Like I get like such a upset stomach. Like, so I can't really prepare for that. I just know it's, I'm not going to be okay. Um, but afterwards I'm totally fine. No matter what happens, it, no matter how many times I've performed, I feel like I'm still a newbie and I still get like really nervous. Like, oh, I get really ill. And people are like, why are you so nervous? I was like, why are you not nervous? <laughs> I think if you're doing an Instagram live, I always think there's like an added element because you've got the technology and the worry that the technology will go okay. Um, Has that been all right for you if you've done Instagram lives? Yeah, because fortunately I've got, you know, sky fiber advertising there. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I've never had an issue with that. Um, I've always, I've got my ring lights set up where it needs to be. I've got my props where they need to be, ready to go. So, yeah. It was. I think it was brilliant how quickly like drag adapted to lockdown and how quickly everyone was like, right, I've got my setup and I'm good to go without too much fuss, you know, within the first few weeks, within a month, there were digital drag shows happening. Um, What was it like for you transferring live performing to digital, like with no audience interaction? Um, Actually, I found it, I liked it because sometimes I'm really worried when I'm on the stage and what if I like did something, pulled my pants down and showed off my schlong. Like, not saying that happened exactly, but like, see if I did it's that. A possibility. Like, what I, it is a possibility, yeah, with me anyway. Um, 
But like, say if I didn't get a reaction from that, like I've, I would just be like, oh, it was, it was crap. Oh, I feel awkward. Oh, I'm cringing at myself. Like I want to have some sort of like cheering or something. Cause I've been at a show before and like, I, you've probably never heard me at the show, but I'm going, yes, son, come on. And I got really screaming, like take me home, which is good. Not saying take me home because I'm bored, like take me home, <laughs> take me to church and shit like that. Um, but like, I, if I don't get like people cheering and stuff, then I feel like I've done crap. So I, I try to cheer for people because um, I've just been like watching people like when I'm on stage, trying to inter- interact with them and stand there with a drink like yeah, this. And I'm yeah. like, oh, am I not doing that good? <laughs> what do you do in those situations? Crack on, having a good time. Yeah. Like if I'm showing them I'm having a good time on stage, then that's all that matters. Because like when I see someone on stage, I'm like, they're just having a wicked time there. Yeah. Like, like I find it fun because like, I don't know, unless I'm just a weirdo. But... <laughs> I think we all are. Yeah. So you said you've still got ideas for digital drag. Are you still planning for digital shows to be happening? I hope they still stick around because it's a brilliant way to see performers get together from different countries and stuff in a way that we've never seen before. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, when I get around to it, I do want to keep making drag. I want to like put stuff on my YouTube channel. So if I'm not doing any shows, I'll be like, well, yeah, some content I've made um or this is my portfolio like you know maybe I could show it to people and go look I've actually got some footage I've made it like digitally blah 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 I can edit things like that so yeah what have you what have you enjoyed creating the most digitally over the last year or so what's been the most fun I like doing my last uh, digital one it was meant to be for a show but that didn't go ahead um and it was like called animal it was just animal farm and at first i was like oh i want to be a sloth because they're lazy and they move slow and i'm like seems relatable um <laughs> and i think they're lactose intolerant or something i don't know um but then i was like someone taking that so i went how about a cow because i've got vitiligo so the patches make sense um i'm lactose sensitive um and i just wanted to dress like like a cow with my big beard and I really had fun with that because my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. I had a great time. <laughs> I really liked making that. <laughs> it's, it's really, really good. It's it's on, on your, yeah, it's on your IGTV. Um, what was it like putting that together? Again, it's like a really elaborate costume, amazing makeup. And are you just like, are you around local? Are you around your house or something? It's just outside? Yeah, yeah, just, just in the complex. And I was like, oh, my landlord or the gardener is going to kick off with all this sour milk of it. Because um, I always just squared it from a <laughs> bottle, weighed against the wall a little bit with the bottle. Um, yeah, and then I meet my neighbours and I'm dancing. I've dressed as a bunny and everything. Dancing in the communal garden, like chucking my shoulders around and everything. And like comes out like this because he's like one of the lads and stuff. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> oh, the neighbours see me is the Grinch and everything. And I'm like, you're all right. Just walk on me dog. Yeah. I, I love these stories where just drag is happening and people are just passing by wondering what's going on. Yeah. He didn't ask, he just said hello. That's disappointing. Yeah, it is what it is. What a shame. I wouldn't have asked Eva. I was dressed as a uh, bunny rabbit for that one. And then he probably saw dressed as a cow the next one. The the cow performance, would you ever, well, would you ever consider taking some of your digital performances and then doing them live? Like now you've got the costumes and the idea behind them. Or do you think, oh, I've done it now because it's in digital form. So I need to do something else. Well, I would change it up. Like, cause like I've got an idea for digital content for this one song, 
for like me Jesus what I want to do have Gabriel in there as well um and then I was like I was telling my partner I was like you know what it is I want to do um I want to do it not as these characters but I think it'd be good on stage and it would like really it would be good with enticing the audience interacting with the audience like yeah I would, like certain songs I would like repeat and kind of take elements from each thing yeah. But I wouldn't use the character or something or the full story because I do like telling the story. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Before yeah. you were performing as Rex, did you perform anyway? Were you already on the stage? No, um, I'm actually a technician. Um, so I'm like behind the, the scenes and everything. That's why I did my degree in and stuff. Um, so I wasn't used to be on stage. I'd have like, if they needed someone to test the mics, it'd be like, Meg, go test the mic. And I was like... <laughs> Put me song on Little Shop of Horrors. You'll be generous. I'll test the mics. I'll be like, I'll test the ensemble mic and the wings. Like all that. Like I was the one who like helped like make the uh, stuff up and everything. So I'm normally in the shadows for being someone who is very much out there and like talks sort of crap. Yeah, never performed for that. Wow. So secretly, you harbored like a desire to be on the stage, even though you're behind the scenes. Yeah, actually, um, but you know how you do like performing arts like in school, which does not count. <laughs> yes. like, I did that and I had to do like a show or something. And I remember my mom coming to it, right? And I, I was like, what did you think, mom? And she was like, you were shit. <laughs> I was like, woo. I was like, I was like probably like 14 or something. I just said I was shit. And like, I'm like, well, what do you think now? Mm. <laughs> what does she think now? No idea. I don't speak oh. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, who are your drag inspirations now or where else do you get inspiration from? I mean, you said you're going for like a really, a really mass character for Rex. I'll, well, obviously, every king can say, Lan and Sire. Yeah, yeah. Opti, yeah. definitely always inspired us to even just become part of drag. Um, there's a few artists who, because I stalk a lot of people on Instagram, I like, um, is it Hercules or something? Oh, yeah. Love them. They're so like, I don't know, like, do you, like, know how I go for the butch male illusion? Like, they go for like something different. It's like elegant as well. Like, uh, but with a bit of masculinity. I don't know. Like, I love them. Um, trying to think of other kings. Like, do you know when it's like someone says, pick your favorite color, and I'm like, Two. Yeah, I agree. I know what you mean. It's a really hard question. And the scene at the moment is incredible. I, I say it every episode, but like the UK scene for drag right now is absolutely amazing. Um, yeah. It needs way more publicity than it gets compared to like the mainstream version of drag mm. that people consume all the time. And there's so much more to it, you know. What's yeah. the Newcastle scene like? You said when you started out, there were like four kings performing at this night. Um, I think there's... I don't think there's many still. And I haven't been out in the scene for a while yeah. because I mean COVID. <laughs> um I think I think there's like four, maybe there's maybe I know I think that there's definitely more. Definitely more. There could there could be maybe about seven, eight, trying to think. Is there a good sense of community now, particularly with COVID? I think so many people have been able to get in touch with other people, whether they've performed with them on digital drag. Have you found that sense of community like through social media and stuff like that? Um, I mean, obviously, like your community is always there for you. Um, I'm trying to think. 
like I'm very much someone who doesn't like sharing stuff because I don't like um t- like obviously like I've said before you don't have to like spill your your problems with people and stuff but like I don't know I don't like sharing stuff because I know other people have got things on and then I don't want to trigger someone so I don't want to share anything because I don't want to trigger someone who seems to be going steady that's a big problem of mine so like I'm always like Sam this is what's happening in my life <laughs> I've just got like after Sam I talked to oh, my dog my little dog is like my little Wilson do you know cast away when he's trapped on that island literally she's my little Wilson <laughs> everything my problems and I'm like yeah just unload it onto you you don't get it <laughs> you'll need that person what what's your relationship been like with social media through lockdown I think for some people it's been like vital for other people it's been very intense because as a performer there's obviously a pressure to keep producing stuff and creating content all the time yeah like I feel like a lot of people in like overall with drag and stuff I think a lot of people have struggled um to keep their motivation Mm. up with um doing drag like you know, especially everyone's, everyone's like suffer with, suffers with like mental illness, mental health and things like that. But obviously it's made it worse with like COVID, isolation and all that. So I think it's been hard to find motivation. I've noticed a lot of my favourites uh, locally haven't been putting as much content out there. And I know it's just like a little bit gutting, but then you can understand why people haven't like posted or anything. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's a difficult one, I think. And it's money as well, to be honest, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking that too, with each of your looks, with each of your performances, it's not just the time and the energy and it's the money you put into creating it. And yeah, I think there's like this invisible expectation that we need to be posting all the time, otherwise we're not doing anything. Um, mm. And actually you could be working on some really incredible stuff for live shows, you know, when drugs happening yeah. again live more. Um, it's a really tricky one. Are you, um, if you get approved again on TikTok are you going to keep going with with that is that slightly easier than putting together bigger performances because there's a lot of effort that goes into those TikToks as well like I'm not the best with transitions I do a lot of just huh there we go mm. on the hand you know that's all you need um, there we go just I just want to show me makeup transformations um it depends because normally my that's my drag room next door with the blue screen and everything up um but I've got Sam working from home and I'm like, I can't really go in there. So now I'm stuck in, yeah, in the sitting room and it's just not the same. Like, cause when it comes to breaks or something, the kitchen's like, you've got to pass through the kitchen and then it disturbs mm-hmm. us. So then I'm like, oh, I can't do me TikTok. I can't. So I feel like digital content's a bit easier, but then it's not cause that comes with its issues because it is sweating in that chest plate. I take it off and it's I like, bet. it's raining. I bet. <laughs> so it's good for like, um, like waterway though because literally it's like wearing like wing film and stuff I, I should you know I take it off and it's like oh my god it's like raining from inside the chest plate that's how much like sweat comes off I don't stink or anything I just sweat because of the mullet it just makes us so warm I should have just shaved it all off but then I'm like not yet not yet have you performed in that chest plate yet as well I haven't even been out I'm thinking about like going out uh, to I think it's brunch with Bruno or something like that so I'm going with that to my uh, nephew tomorrow and he's going to be in drag so I'm like do I go and drag do I feel comfortable enough to go and drag is it going to be hot am I going to be like am I going to be swampy can't be bothered to be swampy because like it's the meat it's the beer that makes us hot it's me hair that makes us hot and the chest plate it's wham how often would you go out in drag if you weren't performing like do you like if you're going to a drag show do you like going as Rex 
it depends like it depends how I feel because like I don't know like for me like do you know when you just wake up some days and you're like oh I'm gonna have my hair curly oh, I'm gonna wear minimal makeup oh I'm gonna do some lashes like I feel like it, it can be a bit like that how you feel on the day mm. so I've already said I don't know if I'm going to drag tomorrow so it depends how I feel like I don't know for me it's like that it depends what we're doing as well because obviously I can't go somewhere that's not the gay scene dressed as Rex because then I'll get some jip or something and I don't want people to touch my face mm. I remember this one woman in Rusty's she was like is this real and literally put her finger and wiped my beard and I went are you pissing me and then she like, I had my chest open and taped. And she was like, oh, like that. And I was like, you are touching my chest. This is still a chest. So there's off-putting things with that. But I mean, people still try and touch me hair as well. But Yeah, this touching thing is, is frequent. It's really strange. How do you deal with those situations? Um, well, I've had some funky hairstyles like, my hair like being like a mohican mm. nearly when I had it all like shaved on one side and people would always like in pop world and that like it, mainly in the straight bit people would like like loom the hand over and I would have to grab the wrist and throw it and I was like don't touch me mm. hair like I've styled it there's a lot of lacquer on this hair <laughs> and then it's the same with drag like obviously I say about like me I'm I'm very well packed because I'm short <laughs> like people think they can really like grab it and I'm like whoa well, that's very inappropriate. Like, if you ask is, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, you can touch or whatever. It's like with my chest, I'm like, I don't want dirty, sticky hands on my chest. I've spent enough money on yeah. it. So if you ask is to touch it, I'll be like, well, yeah, you fondle the nipple, go for it. That's generous of you. Yeah, just as long as, you know, it's just respect. It's like, if people want to touch me mullet, I'll go, <laughs> just touch the ends, babe. Just touch the ends because, you know, I've styled it. Obviously, if you touch it, you maybe it's like some sort of healing cloth, like that woman from the Bible. <laughs> I don't know, but a blasphemy there. No one's touching my hair. No, no, thank you. No, no. It is weird, isn't it? Um, what are you looking forward to the most when things ease a bit? We don't know when things are going to get tons better, but let's be really positive about it. Drag-wise, what are you most excited to do? Um... I don't know if it's the drag, but like, if I'm in the scene and drag, I love like, just having a little impromptu kind of like, see if Cher's on, right? Just an example, when's it not on, right? <laughs> like that. So if that comes on, I want to like be with my group of people I'm with, but you know when you turn around and then you click with someone and they're singing it as well. So you start like, yeah, you've had your moment, next verse is to the next stranger. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I miss that, like just... Just having fun in that, like all like dancing up against someone like this one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you you never speak to each other the rest of the night, but you've had a great moment there. Like I miss that. Yeah. Just a little bit of a little bit of a shoulder connection. I love that. Just those little magic moments that I guess we just took for granted before. So where can we find you? Um when if we want to find out more, how can we follow you and find out what Rex is doing next? Um, I'm very always active on my Instagram. Um I'm not about Facebook, so much drama, hiding from people. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, <laughs> family. Um, <laughs> um, definitely Instagram, TikTok. I'm going to try and get back onto that. Um, I'll struggle. I'm not, I try, try to avoid much about social media, but yeah, 
you'll definitely find us on Instagram as Rex Uranus. And you're building you up your YouTube plan. channel as well, did you say? Is that a plan? That's the one, yeah. I'm going to do that as well. That might take a while because uh, F that. Yeah, it's a lot of hard work. Um, it's been fabulous to talk to you. Thanks so much. I can't wait to see you live, but in the shorter term, I can't wait to see more Jesus <laughs> from Rex. <laughs> I can't wait to do Jesus. Well, thank you so much for having us and listeners spout a lot of crap. Oh, anytime, <laughs> anytime. Thank you. Thank you. Hi again, it's Carly. Thanks so much for listening to the show. If you want to find out more or get in touch, head over to teawithkingsandqueens.com.